Time now for the seventh inning stretch here on the Friendly Confines, and we are joined this week by Alex Pat, who you can hear on multiple podcasts, Swirsky Sports, he's a co-host of. You can find him on Twitter, at ShyFanPat1 as well. He's a great follow. Alex, welcome to the Friendly Confines with uh, Ryan and Chad. How you doing? Good. Appreciate the time, and of course, uh, taking a few minutes to join us here on the program. So, Alex, first let's start. Uh, as the Cubs enter their first game against the Cincinnati Reds, 10 games over 500, 24 and 14. And um, I'll, I'll tell you what, when you're talking about this team and just how red hot they are, Chris Bryant's got to come to mind immediately. I mean, he has just been on a tear. Seems like now uh, the exit velocity is no longer an issue because he's hitting home runs at a record rate. Um, so from your vantage point, what have you noticed from, from Bryant these last couple of weeks that maybe we weren't seeing um, the first couple of weeks of the season. And now we're seeing him again at that MVP. I think just when you watch him, you see him flat out hit the ball when it's in the zone, because before I know it sounds, you know, like state the obvious, but he was missing a lot of hittable pitches in the first few weeks of the season, whether it was a fastball up or a change up anywhere in the zone, even if they were flat, he was just flat out missing them. And the swing just, it didn't look right. It looked like something was just off. But now you see the swing and you remember those majestic shots he hit in 2015, 2016. You're seeing that again. And the results are happening. The ball is exploding off his bat. They're going far. It's being hit hard. And the great thing is, is that he's having these great at-bats again where he's not pressing anymore because when he was in that slump and he was missing some very hittable pitches, like I mentioned earlier, you could see him start to press. And when you start to press, usually the slump continues. But now that he's hitting the ball, whether it's for outs or for hits, the confidence is there, the good at-bats are there again, and everything just seemed to start flowing again. I would say it was about the Arizona series when they were in Arizona you saw a lot of hard contact, even if it wasn't home runs or hits. You saw a number of flyouts that were hit hard, but for outs. Now you're seeing things fall in. It's just when you start hitting the ball more consistently, those are going to start to fall in. It just seemed like a very gradual progression towards the player he once was. And now that he's here, you know, we're seeing it night in, night out. The, the home runs are coming. The hits are coming. The good at-bats are coming. The walks are coming. Everything is falling into place. And it all just started with him making contact on pitches he needed to make contact with. All right. We're talking with Alex Pat. He's the host of Fan Science Climbing the Ivy, show and co-host of Swirsky Sports, also writes for Cubby, uh, giving us a few minutes here on the friendly confines as the Cubs. Uh, as we mentioned, it's, it's nice to see this team back where it belongs. Were you panicking, Alex? Because I was a little panicky. I think a lot of people were after that slow start. And now to see how they have just kind of turned it on and flipped the switch um was there ever a moment during the first few weeks of the season that you said well th this is not going well maybe maybe it's time we need to think about how we restructure this team how did how did you kind of assess that well you know it's interesting because I was the type of guy to say look I'm not gonna want to blow this up and talk about starting over and all that but I was a little worried I'm gonna be completely honest the way things were going 
everything was going wrong except maybe the offense. They were scoring runs, but the pitching was so bad, especially the bullpen. The defense was so bad. Everything just seemed out of sync. And yes, it was the first week or so of the season. But you're in the NL Central where there are a number of good and competitive teams. You got the Brewers, you got the Cardinals. Heck, even the Pirates are decently competitive right now. If you're going to dig yourself a deep hole and spend the rest of the season working out of it, that's what I was worried about when they were 2-7. and seven. I said, okay, look, they have an opportunity to dig out of this hole because if they dig any further, it may be too late by the time you get hot again. So they started digging out at the very right time. You're like, okay, they're 2-7. and seven. You don't want to fall 10-plus games under 500 going into the next few weeks because with all the other teams above you, they're going to create some distance early on. Look, baseball's a long season, and you kind of saw some of the flukiness go the wrong way for the Cubs, and you figure, okay, the bullpen can't be this bad for this long. Some of those breaks are going to go the other way, but everything just seems so out of sync, and with the way the offseason went with, you know, a lot of bad feelings in a number of areas, I couldn't help but worry. Was I saying, okay, it's over, it's done? No, but I was worried. I'll be honest, I was worried. <laughs> and not for long. So far, uh, so good. The Cubs' hottest team in baseball now since that early uh, stretch where they got off to that slow start. Uh, we're talking with Alex Pat here. He's given us a few minutes here on the seventh inning stretch of the Friendly Confines podcast. Alex, it's interesting. I was reading um, from Waddle and Sylvie of ESPN 1000 that Carl Ravitch apparently came on and had heard through sources that the Cubs actually are hoping – Addie Russell is their everyday shortstop and that Javi would play kind of more around the infield, whether that's third or second. Um, I don't know if that's a report you had seen or not, but when you hear that initially, what, what's your reaction to something like that? Well, I heard that report. Yes, I did. And immediately when I saw it, I said, no way. That's crazy. Why would you use your MVP to accommodate someone else? Teams should be accommodating for their MVP, not using their MVP as an accommodation for a lesser player. I mean, okay, some people may argue that Russell is a better fielder at shortstop, but I would still say Baez is the better shortstop, period. He's got a better arm. I like the range he has. He makes the great plays. And look, Javi Baez has been your MVP this whole season so far. Yeah, Chris Bryant is approaching, approaching that level, but Baez has been consistently your MVP all season. You're not going to move him around. I know you want to see some versatility from a number of these guys, but when something's working, you got to ask yourself, what's more important? Building value for one player or winning ball games? Because right now, Javier Baez playing every day at shortstop is part of the formula for winning ball games. So when I saw that, I thought, okay, I, I, I just, I got to see some more evidence of this because this doesn't make any sense to me. It's not like a bunch of reporters were coming out and verifying this report. It was one guy saying it, and a lot of people were scratching their heads, including Waddle and Sylvie. It just never added up to me. Yeah, I agree with you too. I mean, especially with, you know, just – how good of a situation as far as having Javi at short, Descalzo at second, you know, kind of filling in with 
Zobrist, and then you got, like you said, Rizzo and Brian on the wings. I mean, to me, it, it is a head-scratcher, uh, to say the least. Um, Alex, let's talk a little bit about the pitching, because it has been absolutely marvelous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hendricks has been terrific. Lester's come back from injury pitching great. Hamels, um, Quintana, you know, for the most part, been pitching well. Obviously, everybody's kind of pointing at Hugh Darvish, just kind of waiting for him to eventually uh, be a little more smooth. But are you more impressed? Let, let's let's pose the question. Bullpen right now. Where would you go on that? Well, with the bullpen, it's kind of strange because you've seen it so up and down, right? We've seen the really good. We've seen the really bad. Now, it's getting the job done right now, past few weeks. Hasn't always been pretty, but it's getting the job done. I feel like the Cubs, no matter what, they have to make some significant additions to it because you look at some of the key guys in the bullpen. Strope has been injury prone the past year. C-Shek's arm's probably going to fall off at some point because of how much he's used. Uh, Carl Edwards Jr., he's come up and he's looked good again, but has he proved consistency yet? No. And obviously, Xavier Cedeno is still kind of a question mark because he's just coming back. Uh, you have Mike Montgomery, who is probably going to be bouncing around between roles like he usually is. Uh, Tyler Chatwood, how long is he going to keep that up? Which he deserves a lot of credit. You, you really got to hand it to Tyler Chatwood, but you, you want to see that kind of proven over time that he can do that more than just a few weeks. You're going to need to add some significant pieces, I think. Whether it's trade, uh, claiming off waivers, anything. You're going to need to add, add some more pieces throughout this season. Uh, just because I feel like bullpens are the one area where velocity somewhat matters. Where you want guys that can throw hard. Obviously not everyone has to, but let's face it, the Cubs don't have a lot of fireballers in that bullpen. And I think part of postseason and division winning success is having some fireballers in that pen. So I like what they've been doing lately, but there's still some cracks that need to be filled. So true. So true. Alex Pat taking a few minutes with us here on the friendly confides, Alex, thank you so much for, uh, for hanging, hanging out with us and uh, taking a few minutes of your time. Um, tell everybody again where they can find your work and uh, where they can hear so you. So you can check out Climb the Ivy, the official podcast of Cubby's Crib. Uh, you could go on Spreaker.com and look up Climb the Ivy. You can also check out Cubby'sCrib.com as part of Fansided. A lot of great writers there, a lot of good content, uh, always talking Cubs. So check that website out. And you can check me out on Twitter at ShyFanPat1. And links to all my uh, works and publications will be in my bio. Alex, awesome to have you. Please, we would love to have you on again. Thank you so much Thanks for, for joining us. Thanks for having me. Love to come back. Awesome. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game. For I've seen other teams and it's never the same. When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're a field. The first time you walk into Wrigley.